It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. What a beautiful day that we're having here in Colorado on this Friday afternoon. I hope that you're doing well. Thank you for taking the time uh, to listen. The purpose of our show is so that you can call in and be able to ask questions about the Word or things that are going on in your life. We'll get into God's Word together. Go to God's throne uh, together. So the number is 303-690-3000. All of our lines are open. Also, you can send me a text question at 720-336-0897. We'd also like to welcome our listeners in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and New Jersey on Hope FM. Feel free to give us a call as well at 303-690-3000 or send a text at 720-336-0897. I'd also like to give a shout out to all of you that are listening in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs is my hometown. It's it's where I am broadcasting from this afternoon at Rocky Mountain Calvary. So if you're listening from the Springs, I'd love to hear from you. Pick up the phone if you've got a question about uh, what's going on in your life or, or a question about God's Word. I want to start today's show from 2 Timothy chapter 2. We're currently going through 2 Timothy on Wednesday nights, and Paul encourages Timothy to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Then he gives three illustrations that challenge Timothy and challenge us as well. He says, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has listed him as a soldier. So that's the first illustration, a faithful soldier. The second is an obedient athlete. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Third illustration, the farmer. Hardworking farmer must first be a partaker of the crops. We see a tremendous about amount of endurance in soldiers. They're away from their families. They're risking their lives. Words can't describe the amount of endurance that they have. And spiritually, we're in God's army, and God wants us to endure hardship for uh, his glory. I don't know what your mindset is about the Christian life, but it's important to understand there's going to be hardship to endure. And then with the athlete, the athlete has to obey the rules to win the crown. We know in track and field now, if you have a false start, you're immediately disqualified. Those that have trained for a lifetime in the Olympics are disqualified in a millisecond. And obedience matters to the Lord, so we're not disqualified. And then finally, the farmer works so hard, but first he partakes of his crops. We have to receive from the Lord before we can be used by the Lord. So God's grace filling us afresh so that we can endure. On the other side of endurance is the victory. Also by God's grace, him pouring out grace upon us that we can be obedient so that on the other side of that obedience is a crown to work hard. God blesses hard work. And on the other side of that hard work is is a crop. And I love how this starts with be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The, The grace that saves us also fills us so that we can be able to live out the Christian life. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 
3000 or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Steve from Thornton. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, so I have a question. Uh, I've recently been married, and we're looking to buy a house here in the next couple of years. And uh, I've noticed, uh, I forget where the verse is, but it talks about um, not being a debtor. And just what is a wise way to go about purchasing a home um, if I'm not supposed to borrow money? Or just what's the, a wise biblical way to go about owning a home? Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, I think the the verse that uh, you're referring to uh, comes out of the book of Romans where it says, uh, owe no man anything. Um, and it, it's God's heart that we would be uh, debt-free. And so I think as you go about looking at buy, buying a house, um, one is, you know, try to clear out any other debt that you may have, uh, any credit card debt or, or student loans or, or car payments. Um, and then when you go to, to get that mortgage, uh, you know, the best case scenario would be to, to have the, the least amount of debt as possible or as God provides to, to try to put to get, together a plan uh, to pay it off uh, sooner, sooner than later. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, because right now we're set up very, very well. We just paid off the last of our, our car payments and everything. Um, awesome. And, yeah, just if I'm trying to figure out if it's even wise to go into debt with a mortgage um, or if there is a wiser way to go about owning a home. Um, but, yeah, I guess, um, yeah. I can kind of share my, my personal views on that as far as, you know, have, having a, a mortgage. Um, when you rent or you, you have a mortgage, that, that money that you put towards rent, you'll never see back, and it's not going to benefit you in any way. Um, you know, when you have a mortgage, uh, some of that someday you will see back, because it, Lord willing, because it's an investment. Um, and so as you're paying that mortgage, you're paying that debt. Also, hopefully the house is going up in value. It doesn't always happen that way, but you don't have any opportunity for that um, with, uh, with renting. Um, and, and then, you know, something I think that's really wise is you don't want to leverage your mortgage where it's too much of your income to where it's so tight every month that basically you're mortgage poor. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very wise. And you're right, yeah, putting money towards a mortgage is a lot better than just throwing it at rent because it really does just disappear. Yeah. And I know a lot of times as Christians we don't talk about money. Like we feel like it's not not spiritual to talk about money, but but God talks about money and, and tells us to be a steward of, of those mon- of, of his money. And so, you know, looking at how does this make the best sense financially, I think things really wise. So I think you're on a great, great course. Well, well thank you, Pastor Eric. I appreciate how you taking my yeah. call. Can I pray for you, Steve? Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Father, thanks so much for Steve, and Lord, thanks for his new marriage. We just rejoice in that. And I just pray you would bless him and his wife in every way, God, and the relationship with you and with one another and being a witness and filling them with your spirit. And Lord, does they have a heart to, to buy a home if it's your will? I pray you would really give them wisdom and confirm the best way to be able uh, to do that. So, Lord, I pray you'd always just uh, bless their marriage, bless their communication with one another in this area of finances. May you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Eric.
You bet. God bless you, Steve. Thanks for calling. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. We know that there's so many people uh, that are hurting. Maybe as you're listening to today's show, you find yourself in a place of discouragement or depression or you're you're completely overwhelmed. I would love for you to call in and to be able to, to, to pray with you and there's something awesome that happens when we reach out to other other believers. And a lot of times we think, you know, nobody cares or nobody's there to, to pray with me. So today, if you find yourself in that place of discouragement, feel free to pick up the phone and let's go to God's throne together. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, if you've got a question about the word or about things going on in your life, feel free to call as well. Or send a text at 720-336-0897. I've got a text question uh, that has come in. It says, uh, Hi, I would like to know your thoughts on demonic possession and ghosts. Also, what the Bible says about ghosts. Thank you, Daniel in Longmont. So, Daniel, thanks for uh, sending uh, this text. And so, first with demonic possession. I think that demonic possession, Possession is when someone willfully opens up their heart and life to Satan. Similar to how we open our life to Jesus Christ, where we say, Jesus, come into my life, come into my heart. A person opens them up to demons and gives residency to those demons. Also, I think the Bible teaches that we as believers uh, cannot be demon-possessed because Christ lives in us and he doesn't share space. He's the light of the world and where he dwells, no darkness uh, can be. Also in this area of ghosts, you know, we don't see anywhere in Scripture where God tells us that there are ghosts. You know, it talks about that once you die, you, it, you're, you're fine, it's final, and you either enter into God's presence or into to judgment. So most of the time, I think that uh, ghosts would be demonic ac- activity, and so there's nothing in the Bible that points to the fact that there would be ghosts here on earth. So good question. I, I hope that's helpful. Thanks for sending in that text. Let's go to line one to Brian. Brian, welcome to the program. Hey, hi, Pastor Arden. Good. How are you? Good. Uh, so I have a question and probably a prayer uh, request as well. So I have this friend. He's like my best friend. I like I talk with him every day. You know, like we get into discussions, like real good discussions, like Okay. It's pretty nice, but the thing is, like, I'm a uh, like he knows I'm a Christian, and he ki- he kind of knows about like Christianity for what I'm concerned. I mean, kind of like he has uh, a couple of um, uh, cousins that are Christians. So basically, the question is, how can I deal with him? Because he's I think he's a new age. I don't know if you know that term. It's basically uh-huh. saying the yep. people that are like spiritual and like. But like, don't believe in a certain religion that all religions are are like cool and like just go yeah. to the same to the same point. So, kind of like, how yeah. can I deal? Because like, I I try I've been trying to like um, like persuade him, but like, it just like he's, he's he's like, yeah, yeah, of course, like he like mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I mean, he understands everything, but like, he doesn't take it in account, you know? Yeah. Well, I've got a few thoughts. Uh, you know, first, uh, John fourteen six tells us Jesus declares, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life. 
no one comes to the Father except through me. And so Jesus is declaring that he's the only way to the Father. He's the only way that we can uh, be saved. I would also encourage your friend to read the Bible, uh, specifically the Gospel of John, and invite him into that and say, hey, why don't you read the Gospel of John? Maybe we can read it together, try to answer questions that he may have uh, with uh, the Gospel of John to continue to pray for him and live out the reality of Jesus Christ uh, before him so he can see the fruits of Christ uh, in, in your life. And I think always asking question, diagnostic questions, you know, where do you think that you'll go uh, when you die? You know, do you think that you're a sinner? Um, and, and what are you going to do with, with the problem of sin? Who do you think that, that Jesus is? And, and let him share and talk, and oftentimes that leads to greater discussion. But if you can get him into the Word to consider what Jesus has said and who Jesus is, we know the Word doesn't return void. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you can, um, yeah. Um, pray for him. I, I appreciate it. So, yeah, you bet. invited to, right? I'm sorry, what was that, Brian? Uh, to, um, to read. That's uh, John. That's right. Yep. Invite him to read the Gospel of John. And, and Brian, let's, pr- let's pray for you and pray for your friend. And uh, So join me in prayer, okay? Yeah. Father, thanks for Brian. And we come before you, and we thank you for his life, Lord. We thank you that you live inside of him, and you filled him with the Holy Spirit. I pray that you would give him specific insight on how to be a witness to his friend. I pray for his friend as he's embracing this New Age theology that you would show yourself to him, open up his eyes to who Jesus is. We ask that you would bind Satan in his life and and the lies that Satan would bring into his life, that you would give him ears to hear, that he would be born again and receive your grace and for for forgiveness. And we thank you for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, thank you, Pastor. I appreciate it. Um, uh, Last thing, I really appreciate what you're doing. I guess uh, um, it's been a... I, I guess like a couple months I've been hearing you guys in the radio, and it's pretty interesting how like um, with some questions like I can clarify some uh, like questions that I had for a while. So kind of like keep on doing like what what are you guys doing like you're doing great things, you know. Oh, praise the Lord! We're glad we could be here. Thanks for that encouragement, yeah, Brian. Yeah, no, no, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. God bless you, and thank you for the God advice. Bless you too. You bet. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Lawrence in Platteville. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, I guess I have uh, more of a comment. Uh, uh, When uh, a brother and a sister start off in the Lord, uh, most important thing is prayer. But it, it's so hard for a young uh, individual to know the Lord and to come to prayer because uh, right off that we're coming right out of the world. So naturally our flesh is stronger than the Spirit. So we need to give our brothers and sisters in the Lord encouragement to keep praying, to uh, to fight. Fight the good fight is what I'm trying to say, you know. Uh, yeah. we, have to, we have to die to this flesh daily. The Bible says to that's pick right. up your cross and follow the Lord, and that's what he means. Yeah. We 
we have to get stronger in the spirit and die to this flesh daily. Yeah. So right. I yeah. guess um, what I'm saying is, you know, I know it's hard for people to say, oh, man, I, I got to read my Bible and this and that. But, you know, we have to we have to stand strong and we have to do this because we can't yeah. serve the Lord in the flesh. We have to serve the Lord in the spirit. That's right. And the more yeah. that our spirit grows, the closer we get to God or to the Lord Jesus and his father. And and we know that when we, when it's time for us to go, that this flesh does not have nothing to do with going to heaven. It's the spirit that's going to make it to heaven. So that's yeah, why that's we right. have to fight with this flesh every single day. But the more we pray and the more we fast, the stronger our spirit gets and the easier it is to say, okay, i got to pick up my Bible and I'm going to read it. And not only that, but when we get down on our knees and we pray, it's like working an 18-hour day. You, you're so tired, but when you come and get down on your knees and pray, the Lord just relieves all that stress off of you and, and just gives you the rest that you need. Amen. Uh, yeah. Like, like uh, you know, like last night I couldn't sleep, and I knew the Lord was tugging at my heart and tugging at my heart. Mm-hmm. Get up and pray. Get up and read your Bible. And and he does that for reasons. He does that because he knows what's going to happen that next day. He knows the battles yeah. that you're going to be in, and he prepares you for those things. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lawrence. That's a good encouragement. I, I agree with you, and I thank you for call, I, calling in. I just encourage the brothers and sisters that listen to your radio station to pray for your pastors, to fast for your pastors, because the devil comes in. That's the first one he's going to attack is the pastor so he can scatter the flock. So I would just yeah, encourage that. Uh, encourage them to uh, to pray for their pastors and and even uh, fast for their pastors because you know hmm. uh, we think that our pastors are strong. Oh, they don't need our prayers; they're in the Lord. But in fact, they need our prayers more than anything. Yeah, we do need your prayers, and we covet your prayers, and we're so thankful for your prayers. So, well, thank you, Lawrence. Right. You bet, Pastor. God bless you. Have God a great you. evening. You have a good day. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric in Colorado Springs. The number is 303-690-3000. We want to invite our listeners on the East Coast to be able to call in as well. Pennsylvania, Maryland, and New Jersey on Hope FM. So welcome. Give us a call, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Michael from Denver. Welcome to the program. Hello, Pastor Eric. How, God bless you. God bless you. How are you? Um, I'm blessed of God, but I'm having an issue with my car right now. Um, okay. I worked all week. I'm tired. I'm having an I'm, I'm I'm having an issue with my car, and I had a new wrinkle or a new issue okay. come up this last couple of days with it, and. This is this car is my my transportation to and from work, and now I've got a. Yeah. I need help. I need help with this. I need help. So I need help from somebody with this, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to, not let this circumstance override my faith. And, and believe that God can do anything, that He wants to. So I just. Well, let's pray for you. Pray. Let's, let's I just want some prayer. prayer. I need my car. Yeah. I need my car. I need to get it fixed. So I. I'm not a mechanic. If I have to do it myself, well, that's yeah. not a good thing. So I hear you, you know, there. I just, so Let me I pray just, for you, I Michael. Okay. Need prayer. I, I feel All like right. I'm. I'm being. All right, I'm going to pray for you, Michael. God, I just thank you so much for for Michael, and I lift him up to you. And Lord, is uh, he's having trouble with his car, and he needs his car. 
we pray for your provision and your wisdom and that you would just pour out your spirit uh, upon him and and give him your grace and your strength and, and we love you and we praise you in jesus name amen Listening to Calvary Live, the number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or send a text at 720-336-0897. I hope you're having a great day and you're enjoying this warm weather that we're getting on this Friday afternoon. Let's go to line one to, to Trua. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Trua, welcome to the program. Hi, it's Trua. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I was way did. off there. That's okay. Um, I have a question. So I was reading my Bible the other day, and I'm sorry, I don't know which verse it is, but it talks about sin, and it's like, well, brothers and sisters, you can sin, but not sin equals death, and there's only one sin that equals death, or something along the lines of that, and I was just hoping that you could clarify it for me, if you could find it. Yeah, it's a, a challenging verse, I think it's First John five, uh, verses yeah, eighteen okay. through the end of the chapter. So I'll read it and and do my best here. It says, "We know that whoever is born of God doesn't sin, but he who has been born of God, God keeps himself, and the wicked one doesn't touch him. We know that mm-hmm. we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding." I, Okay, it's just prior to that. So I was reading the wrong verse. Sorry about that. It's okay. Bear with That's me. fine. So it's First John five sixteen. It says, If anyone sees a brother sinning, a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death. There is sin leading to death. I do not say that he should pray about that. All righteousness is sin, and there is sin not leading to death. Is that the section you were thinking of? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's confusing, the way that it's worded there in First John. And the best that I understand it uh, is he's speaking uh, to the fact that, that there's a sin that is leading to death, and that sin is speaking of ultimately the rejection of Jesus Christ and leading okay. to that eternal separation from God. So not just mm-hmm. physical death, but being eternally lost. And then mm-hmm. the other types of sin for us as believers, uh, it, it's still sin and it does produce consequences in our life, but it's not leading okay. to eternal separation because Christ has paid for our sins. So that's okay. the, the best that I've been able to understand the difference there in the passage. So I hope that helps. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, because when it says, um, also, like, do not blaspheme the Spirit, like, that is kind of what it's talking about when it comes to the death as well. Right. Yeah, that's the okay. sin leading to death. And you know, okay. blasphemy of the Spirit is rejecting Jesus, because the job of the Holy Spirit is to lead us to Christ. So, when we blaspheme the Spirit, we're saying no to Jesus, and that's over the course of a lifetime. You know, you... You do that over the course of a lifetime, rejecting Christ, and that's the sin that's leading to death, leading to eternal separation from God. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. You bet. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Kia in Baltimore. 
Kia, welcome to the program. Hello? Kia, are you, how you doing? Oh, it's, my name is Ty. Okay, sorry, we had a we had a typo there. Welcome to the uh, program. I guess I got to turn my volume down. Uh, uh, yeah, um, so I guess... Hey, by the way, I, I really enjoy your program. I, I have a long commute, so I get to listen to it, and it really blesses me. And uh, so, um, well, we're excited thanks. to hear that you're uh, listening from Baltimore. That's a real encouragement to us. We're excited that the program's out on the East Coast. So, so thanks for listening. Yeah, I've been it really uh, blessed my life last two and a half years when I uh, discovering you know Calvary Chapel and uh, Hope FM. So. Uh, praise God for that. Um, yeah. I'm really studying Acts right now, just searching Scripture and, and uh, you know, seeking God to answer my questions through His Word and, and you know, try to do that daily. And, yeah. and lately I'm in Acts, and we really kind of opened my eyes a little bit, if you will, um, was, you know, I... I I see how the, the disciples in the early church, you know, were sharing the gospel and, and you know, they sacrificed a lot for that. Um, I see Paul, you know, I've, obviously he was met by Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he, and, he, and he had a purpose and a reason, especially in that time, to preach to the Gentiles. Um, but I see in the times where he went all around and traveled, visiting churches, starting churches, Revisiting mm-hmm. churches. I mean, there's just a lot of time. I don't know how many years to be exact, maybe 15 years or whatever. Um, yeah. But he revisited some churches, you know, and, and, and he corrected them. There's a lot that he saw right. that's wrong with it. Um, right. How come we don't, we, don't, we don't really see anybody doing that today? There's so many false teachers and churches that are teaching a false doctrine, so many being misled you know, with this false doctrine, and, and it just seems like there's not enough leadership that's correcting these people. It's political correctness run amok, and the truth is being thrown into prison. And I just, you know, I, I think the Church has a lot to, to do with, the visible Church, that is, to do with a lot of people being deceived and misled. So, I, I you know, uh, people yeah. have to rise up. I just wonder... Maybe we're not yeah. supposed to be correcting each other anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I read uh, in Scripture we're supposed to. I just don't see anybody right. doing it from a leadership role. I mean, I, I'll do it when God calls. Maybe God's calling me to do that, but um, I yeah. don't consider myself that maybe far along in, in my maturity to be able to do that. I, but I'm looking around, yeah. and I don't see so much leadership doing that, you know? Yeah. Well, let me kind of share what I think the the, the first what the word uh, teaches us, and then some personal thoughts is is that it is absolutely biblical for us to confront one another as believers. You know that when we see each other in sin or or believing false doctrine, that we we would correct each other. And I think the apostle Paul is the biblical uh, example uh, for us to love one another. Enough to to correct each other with uh, the word the word of God, and I I do also agree that the the church as a whole in America 
really does need an awakening and a revival. And that happens as people return to the Word of God. And, and the Word of God is the, the absolute uh, authority. Uh, and so I think God's doing something in your heart and your life. And I would encourage you to con- continue to be in the Word and take it for face value and pray for the church that God would stir the church uh, to stand upon his word enough to uh, correct each other in love. Because what's at stake is it's one thing for the unbelievers to believe lies, right? Stay with me, okay? We're going to head to a break and we'll be right back, okay? So hang on and we'll we'll, we'll come back to you, okay? We're going to be at a break. Stay with us. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs. Thanks for joining me today. The number is 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Just want to finish up the question that I had before the break about uh, the church uh, and pastors uh, confronting uh, false doctrine. And to be clear, I do think it's uh, the job of pastors to to confront false doctrine uh, when we see that. And the best way that that happens is by teaching through uh, the Word of God. We're going to go to line one to Marie from Greeley. Marie, welcome to the program. Thank you, Pastor. Um, I have a question about my son. So he is 15 years old now, um, he was raised in a Christian home. My ex-husband and I were involved in full-time ministry, and we also had a, we ran a recovery home. So he's seen people come in and out of incarceration and drug addiction and alcoholism, and so he's seen the negative side of that. And with that, he has also seen the great things that God can do. So he's seen how real God can be, or how real God is. Um, mm-hmm. But just recently, um, he's voiced out to everyone, friends and family, that he is now an atheist. Um, And so I've sat down and talked with him, and he just says that, you know, he just doesn't believe that there is a God. And so I'm not sure if it's just out of rebellion that he's, you know, this self-proclaimed atheist, when I know without a shadow of a doubt that he's experienced God, that he's seen God, yeah. that he's given his life to the Lord. And so um, early on when he was about five or six, um, the Lord gave me a vision and confirmed it with Scripture about the calling that's on his life. Mm-hmm. And now I've been praying and fasting about, you know, his proclaimed atheism, and God has also given me another word with that. But my question is, is that until... He comes back around to the Lord. Is his salvation, I guess, for lack of better terms, is it voided? You know, because I know that blasphemy and and denying Christ is, you know, an unforgivable sin, but because he's already known God, and I'm not sure if it's just his age and, and rebellion that he's saying, or is he, you know, 
He's not acting mm-hmm. out in any other kind of way that he's just voicing that, that he doesn't believe in God. Yeah. So my, you know, my question up. is... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. No, my question is, you know, I'm just praying that, you know, God forbid something happen in that time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm praying for his salvation again. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of things, you know, one is God ultimately knows his heart, you know, and sometimes as teenagers, we, we may say things to try to get our parents go or to try to get attention, but God knows his heart of hearts and where he's at in his faith to, to Christ. And I think it is wise to pray that he, um, you know, would come to that understanding again that Jesus is God and his personal uh, Savior. And, and I know for me, I grew up in a Christian home, uh, and for many years in my teenage years, uh, I, I wasn't walking with the Lord and had a hard heart uh, towards the Lord. Uh, and I would be really comforted by Second uh, Timothy chapter 2, in uh, verse 12, it says he's, he's faithful when we're faithless. Uh, and so yeah. I believe that God is going to continue to be faithful uh, to your son. Uh, and we, we see God's steadfast love for us. His, his love uh, doesn't change. And I oftentimes think of it like a, a rubber band where God has put his rubber band of love around us. And, and we stretch that rubber band with our disobedience and hard heart. But God will bring us back. The question is, is just how hard, you know, the further right. we stretch that rubber band. You know, the harder it is when when uh, we we come come back. Um, so, right. you know, only the Lord knows exactly where His heart is today. Um, but I really believe that God is is going to be faithful in His life, even though He's been faithless. And that's what I really experienced in in my life. And I I just encourage you as a as a mom is just continue to be steadfast. You know, continue to to love Him. Don't be shaken. Uh, you know, uh, and and continue to to treat him the way you've always treated him. Continue to fast and pray for him, and, and God will be faithful in in your son's life. Okay, thank you, Pastor. That's that's really encouraging. Um, you know, and I know that we all, you know, the Scripture says that we all need to work out our own salvation, and you know, mm-hmm. we've all come to our rock bottoms where it's you know taken us to that point to. Surrender our lives to God, but it just—it's yeah. just hard as a mom, you know. Just sure. knowing, you know, that you know God and seen God, and then now you can just say that He's not real. So, yeah. All right, let I will take pray. that word. Second Timothy two twelve. You said correct. Yeah. Let me pray okay. for you, okay, and pray for okay. your son. So. All right. God, thank you for Marie, and I thank you for her love for her son. And Lord, I, I resonate with uh, what's going on in her son's life uh, from when I was young. And, and God, I just pray that uh, you would reveal yourself afresh uh, to her son. And though he is at this point claiming to be an atheist, Lord, that, that you would work in circumstances and situations uh, to bring him back to you. I pray that you would bring comfort to Marie, and we thank you that you are faithful even when we're faithless. And so we We lift this whole situation up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You have a blessed weekend. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to 
to Sharon in New Jersey. Welcome to the program. Hello. How are you? um, This is a miracle call as far as I'm concerned. I want to tell you I have never listened to your station. My television is off because I just moved in a new place and I haven't got it connected up. And I happened okay. to turn on the radio, and I usually listen to another station, but your station was on. But God okay. is awesome. God is never late. He's always on time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, always. And I heard, I don't know if you said it, but I, Willingboro, New Jersey, um, somebody said they lived there or went to school there or something. I don't know if it was you. <laughs> but when I turned the radio on, that's what I heard. <laughs> okay, and yeah. Was it you? We're, I don't know. Well, we're, we're, we're broadcasting out of Colorado Springs in, in yeah. Colorado. So okay. I live in Colorado Springs. So I've actually right. never been to New Jersey. Uh, okay. Really, I thought I heard someone. And they, maybe I turned it on person before you, but it doesn't matter. Um, I know that God meant for me to um, listen to you. It is, And the people that were on prior to myself are awesome. I just want mm. to tell them that I am a person. I had a home for 20 years, and I was just going to settlement, and the people who sold me my home uh, found out that they didn't own it, and I would, had to be evicted after 20 okay. years paying for a home. I became wow. very frustrated, very yeah. frustrated. But let me tell you, without God, you have nothing. When I finally right. calmed down and put, said, God, I'm going to cry. I cried many tears, but I said, I don't care how much I cry. I don't want to do anything without you. And it has been four years for me to wow. finally get a new place. Wow. And God is awesome. I, praise I'm the Lord. telling you, praise God, hallelujah. For all those people who are not sure about him, I'm telling you, you stand up. For Jesus, because He is coming back, He and He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's, That's what right. we've got yeah. to always remember. I even yeah. sang in a group for 25 years in the world, and most of the entertain um, the people that I worked with, star different people, are now deceased. And I thank God that He's had His hands around me this That's whole right. time. I want to tell yeah. you this too. My father is a Tuskegee Airman. He's served 65 years in the military. I'm an African-American woman. I am the oldest of 10. We're all living. My mother and father are living, praise God. And I know that God has something for us all to do. I would not have changed a thing, even after losing the home. And I just want to tell you, I'm so happy that that I had this radio station on, listening to the people, because... I want them all to please hear my voice. Never give up. Never give up. God's never going to give up on you, no matter how bad the situation may be. It's for something better. And I'm, I'm writing a book, and one day, I'm, praise God, um, you all will read my book, because what I've been through with this last four years of where I was put after losing the home, I was surrounded by people of all caliber, that I would never would have thought I'd live next to. to. But they mm-hmm. encouraged me, and I was an encouragement for them. And I love the Lord. Awesome. So stay focused. And to you, Pastor, awesome. God loves you. I'm well, telling you, you as I'm speaking now, uh, it's just like I'm feeling His Spirit in me telling me to tell you this, that He's mm-hmm. got you, and He's, he's going to always have you and your family. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. and all the people that call in. And I, from now on, will listen to this station. Awesome. Well, Sharon, thanks for sharing yeah. your testimony of, of God's work. Ken, let's pray together. Let's thank the yeah. Lord for what He's doing yeah. in your life. So, yeah. God, thanks so much for Sharon and her lif- listening out there in New Jersey, God. And we do give you thanks. Lord, you're awesome. You're a wonderful Father. Thanks for, Lord, her endurance in her life to, to press through this difficult time. Thank you for getting her into a place again, into to her home. And I pray you would just continue to use her and bless her. We thank you for her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, God bless you. Thank you for calling. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. We're broadcasting live here in Colorado Springs today throughout Colorado and also on the East Coast, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and New Jersey. Let's go to line two to Mike from Colorado Springs. Mike, thanks for calling. Hey, Eric. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Um, first of all, I just wanted to uh, say thank you to, I know it used to be Grace FM, and now it's, uh, so I'm not exactly sure how that worked out, but that's not, not the point. But I just wanted to say thanks to a lot of the pastors. I've, I've heard a lot of teachings mm-hmm. about uh, the times we're living in and just how uh, how fruitful the Word is and your guys' teachings, uh, you know, warning God's sheep, you know, and, and directing everybody in, in uh, let's say, a proper manner, so... So well, Mike, let me that. tell you. Know, uh, well, helped me, and Mike, I'm me, sure it helped a lot of other people. So, thank you. Well, let me give you a little information. So, we're still Grace FM here in Colorado. Uh, Hope FM on the East Coast just picked up Calvary Live. So, so Grace FM here in Colorado is the same as it's always been. There's just now a partner station called Hope FM that has picked up Cal- Calvary Live. So that's that's how that's working. But we're, we're still Grace <clears throat> FM here in Colorado. So. Awesome. Well, and to the New Jersey or Massachusetts callers or anybody else, I mean, I've I've heard a lot of teachings, and uh, from you to Ed Taylor to really all the pastors that Grace puts on this organization are, are so blessed by the Holy Spirit and giving, in my opinion, proper teachings of uh, the right doctrine. And um, you know, so I'm I'm very grateful for that, and, and hopefully it's uh, going to bless other people's lives on the East Coast, but. I guess, uh, so something on one of the other callers said, and then um, <clears throat> a few points I wanted to see if you could touch on. So, yeah. like, you know, God's Word said that, you know, He hardened the heart of the Pharaoh. And mm-hmm. I don't know uh, if you'd agree with Ed um, on something he said a, a few weeks back about essentially the prosperity doctrine and how uh, those teachings are essentially of men, and that doesn't match up scripturally, which is what I know mm-hmm. and what I've uh, what, what God has led me to when I read the Bible, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and, and that doesn't—I'm not trying to, like, contradict that God can't bless people, you know? Sure, But, yeah. you know, there there is a difference. My brother um, is going to a, a school, and I won't mention the name for uh, certain reasons, and, and that part doesn't matter, but they kind of teach on the, on the prosperity portion, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm all about, like, God's love, mercy, and grace, you know, yeah. and, and and I understand that. But, you know, like, I guess where I get confused, uh, like when me and him are talking about some of these things, and and he has a different point of point of view than I do, and we've both struggled mm-hmm. at, at times in our walk and had to hit rock bottom yeah. for, for God to, to save us from uh, many things anyways. But, like, from, from my teachings, like... Uh, 
like, for instance, like, a lot of Christians will, like, ask people if they're saved. And for me, God placed upon my heart that that's not the way that people really get saved, because it's God that saves people, not us. And most Christians know that already. But, you know, to use the fear of hell or the riches of heaven to believe in God, it, in my opinion, pushes people away that are either on the fence or, you know, may believe in God if, you know, people show the love of Christ. And that's what, what Christ was trying to show people. Like, when the Pharisees came against Christ in every situation, like, he never, even, like, lady at the well or any situation, it was always like a self-defense mechanism. And he wasn't—he uh, didn't persecute uh, any of those people, even the Pharisees that were coming against him. And that's why he had to speak in parables. And so, and the only time he got mad is when essentially, you know, uh, the, the Pharisees and the churches were, you know, uh, in my opinion, a blasphemy to God's word. And he flipped over the tables because of the tax collectors, you know, which many could argue were living in, you know, parallel times in, in certain um, uh, situations. So I don't know exactly what my question is, other than I'd, I'd like for you to kind of touch on some of these. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of understanding uh, right or whatever, there. but I mean, the way I look yeah. at it is, you know, I... let me jump in here real quick, Mike. Uh, there's there's two pat. things that there's two things I heard you bring up there. Uh, the first is the prosperity doctrine, and some listening may not know uh, what that is, but it's this this teaching. If you're a follower of Christ, and if you have enough faith, uh, that you'll you'll be blessed with uh, prosperity, lots of finances. And also uh, that if you're sick, that you'll you'll be healed. And I don't think that that lines up with Scripture because in Second Corinthians chapter 12, we see Paul having a thorn in the flesh, and he asked God to remove it, and God said, "No, my grace is sufficient for you." So sometimes God allows adversity in our lives for His greater uh, purpose. Um, and then also you were talking about how the truth is uh, applied, and it's applied with love, and we see that in the life of Jesus. So. So thank you, Mike, for calling in. It was great talking with you. And let's continue on our phone lines. Let's go to Sam in Denver on line three. Sam, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I have a question for you in regards to, I think, some of the... Um, one time, I think I'm driving right now, but anyway, okay. I would like to know um, um, if a person that does all that defraud... Um, have a uh, place in heaven. Okay. So someone who does fraud? Yeah, because see, this is reality. Um, it happened to my sister. Um, I think she was kind of hypnotized by um, a woman that approached her, and suddenly she was asking for money, and then my sister just kept uh, giving her money in cash. And, um, well, she got caught, but then she was only in jail for two days because there wasn't any, um, um, you know, proof that she did it to my sister. So my question is, is this lady will go to heaven? Okay. Well, yeah, 1 Peter 4, 5 is uh, they will give an account to him who's ready to judge the living and the dead. So what causes a person to go to heaven or to go to hell is whether they believe in Christ, that, that Jesus is God, that he died for their sins, and asking Jesus to be the Lord of their life. And, and this person that ripped off your sister, um, you know, if, if she is a believer in Christ, uh, then God's going to convict her of this sin that she's done, 
uh, and she is going to go to heaven. Or if she receives Christ in the future, uh, she would go to heaven because Jesus came to die for sinners. And as we repent and believe, we're saved. Uh, but if this person never trusts in Christ uh, for salvation, then they would go to hell. Um, and so ultimately, the Lord knows where they're, where the, where they're at um, and if they trust and believe in Christ. But what causes us to go to heaven or hell is based on our belief in Jesus. So what you're saying is um, he can still... Sam, are you still there? Looks like I lost Sam there on, on line three. Sam, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Can you hear me? Good. Yeah, I can hear yeah. you better now. Go ahead. Yeah, so so even though the last minute that she's going to repent, she still go to heaven? Yeah, we see that with the thief on the cross. Uh, he repented at the last minute, and God granted him forgiveness. God's that gracious. And obviously, we don't want to wait till the last minute of our life. We don't know if we'll have that opportunity on our deathbeds. But, yeah, if this person repented, uh, even leading up to the end of their life, uh, God would forgive them and grant them eternal life. So then even though, even though you know, um, my sister has a, a pain and suffering, um, they still have the chance. It seems like sometimes kind of unfair, right? Well, the only reason that it's not unfair is Jesus paid the price for their sin upon the cross. And so if, if Christ wouldn't have died on the cross, then it would be unfair. But he paid for uh, that fraud. You know, he, he took the punishment for, for uh, that, that fraud. And really, in all of our lives, uh, we could say it's, it's unfair that God would forgive us because we do deserve judgment. But Christ's sacrifice is so deep and so rich and so meaningful that his blood provides forgiveness for those who, who believe in it. Um, but the, it's not that this person is just going to get away with what they've done. God holds everybody accountable. Um, it, it, but it does show that God died for all sinners, you know, the, the greatest of, of sinners, me included. And if this person did repent and trust in Christ, then they would have eternal life. Uh, okay. All right. Well, can I pr can I pray for you, Sam? And let's pray for your sister as she's going through this hard time. Would that be okay? Sure, sure. Okay. Father, I just lift up uh, Sam's sister to you, and as she has just experienced this fraud and getting money stolen from her, I, I pray that you would encourage her and that you would provide for her and really uh, give her the things that she needs. Thank you for Sam and her love for her sister. We also do pray for this person that has stole this money and pray they'd be held accountable, and ultimately that they would come to know you, and they'd come to know your grace and forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. God bless you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. Let's go to Tyler in Castle Rock. Welcome to the program, Tyler. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm well, sir. I just uh, want to let you know that I, I pray for you often on this show, um, just that you continue to have wisdom and grace and peace with everybody that calls in, and that the Lord would just speak to them through you. Um, and I was calling to just kind of encourage the, the sister Marie that called earlier. Mm. Um, I am like textbook prodigal, and about 15 years old was when I was a self-proclaimed atheist, and eventually I 
started studying Eastern philosophy, and then I was a Buddhist, and then I was New Age witchcraft, all the all the crap. Yeah, and I'm not not proud of that, but I do know that that entire time my mother was praying for me, and not mm. just my mother, but my whole family uh, at mm. church was praying for me, and um, and that even the Lord kind of told my mom like, look. Take your hand, take your hands off, and trust that I have him. But do not stop praying for him. And it yeah. took ten years, but the Lord is just increasingly mm. blessing my life and my family's life as I've come back to Him. And I just wanted to encourage her, and I wanted That's to ask you to testimony. just pray, um, mm-hmm. to to pray for all the prodigals out there, and that yeah, that is yeah. something that the Lord put on my heart to intercede for. But that if you join yeah. me in that right now in praying for yeah, the prodigals, let's do that. Do that, Tyler. Father, I thank you for your faithfulness in our lives, your faithfulness in Tyler's life. Lord, thank you for hearing those prayers of his mom and so many others, uh, saints that lifted him up to you. And Lord, I pray that that would be an encouragement to all those that are praying for a prodigal. And we lift up the, the prodigals today that have turned their back on you, that were maybe raised in a Christian home or, or come to a place of rejecting you or walking away from you. And May they come to realize that life apart from you is terrible. It's a pig Amen. pen, and that they would come out of the pig pen, out of the pigsty, yeah. and come back to you, a loving Father who's waiting, waiting for them. And, and even those that are listening right now, God, that you would touch their hearts and bring them back to you. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for thank calling. You. God bless you, Tyler. God bless you, awesome Pastor. To, awesome to hear what God's done in your life. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. I'm going to jump over to some text questions. It says, from Denver, please pray for the unsaved and pray for those who know the Lord to trust and abide in his word. So let's do that. Father, we do pray for those that are unsaved, that don't know you, that you would give us a heart for the lost and a boldness to share the gospel. And you would give people a hunger for Jesus, especially in our culture and in our nation. Lord, there, there needs to be an awakening. And We pray for us as believers that we would trust you fully and that we would abide in your word. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another text that has come in says, Can you please pray for God's will to be done on a lawsuit our family is facing? We have a trial date coming up in a few months. Absolutely. Father, I know this is extremely stressful, uh, facing a lawsuit. And God, you know the details of this. And Lord, what a mature prayer to pray for your will. God, you know uh, what is best, what what purposes that you're accomplishing. And so Lord, we do pray for your will over uh, the, the lawsuit. I, I pray that truth would come out, that truth would prevail. The judges and the jury and those that are making decisions on this, Lord, uh, would would be in a place of, of having your wisdom and your guidance. So would you bless this family? Would you comfort them and give them peace? In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Another text question that's come in says, if you have uh, some type of illness like bipolar that I was diagnosed with at a young age, about 10, uh, and goes on from there uh, as this person uh, has struggled with bipolar, and then it says, I'm newly uh, saved Christian. So praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, sending in that text question and of how God has worked in your life, that text uh, comment. So another text that's come in says, um, I could use some prayer. I'm grateful to have a job, but the environment is toxic. I've been looking and praying for a job closer to home since September as I drive 
an hour and 15 minutes each way, a job that I would find joy serving in. Let's lift that up to the Lord. Father, what a long commute every day and difficult environment. And I just lift Dave up to you, God, and I pray that you would strengthen them with your grace. And if it's your will, that you would provide another job for him uh, in a special way. So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another text that's come in says, I just wanted to give a praise report recently. I text into Calvary Live and someone agreed to sponsor me and my wife uh, to go to the Love and Respect Conference. Not only do we get to go, but I met my first friend, that is my brother in Christ. I feel like it was a divine appointment and God really answered my prayer. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's awesome to see how uh, God works. So we rejoice uh, with you in that. Thank you for joining me today on Calvary Live. It's been a real a blessing to be with you, and thank you for taking the opportunity uh, to listen. And I pray that God would refresh you, that he would encourage you. I want to bring you back to the verse that we started with, uh, this show with, where we're encouraged by Paul to endure like a soldier. And if you feel like giving up, keep enduring. You don't know when the victory is going to come. And yes, there's hardships in this life. There's hardships in the Christian life but keep pressing on. Also to be an obedient athlete. God wants us to obey him. Maybe you're looking at an area of your life where there's compromise. Choose obedience. And then also uh, to be a hardworking farmer. So thank you again for joining me. It's been a real blessing to be with you. May God bless you and keep you. Have a great weekend in the Lord. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.